the Jewish Divorce Project. Because marriage doesn't always work out and chicken soup doesn't always help. Do you have some new wall art? Is that some new degrees or no, the other side? That's new. Over here? Yeah, the, the framed. That. Yeah. Uh, those have always been there. All four? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Well, wow. the top two are just the rabbinical school ones. One's in Hebrew and one's in English. Okay. And then the other one is my bachelor's and my master's. So. Cool. Yeah. It's I come from a lot. family where you have to post that stuff on the wall or else it didn't happen. <laughs> and uh, or else you're meaningless. You have no value. <laughs> Clearly, this is where my sense of self-worth comes from. Uh, like I have a similar family or I can relate. <laughs> how is uh, how is your travels? How, how were your travels? My travels were amazing. Yeah. I was all over the place. I was in France dancing. I was in Spain. I was in the Netherlands. I was oh in Canada, Colorado. Oh, all the summer. It was really crazy. It was truly, this was a little bit much. It was a lot of, I wasn't home for two months, over two you months. With your kids? Some of it, very little. <laughs> um, in the beginning and the end. In the beginning, I was with them in Colorado. In the end, I was with them in Canada. And the Europe stuff, I was not with them. And did you travel alone in Europe? For some of it. Wow. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. It sounds so fantastic. What a great summer. It was it was amazing because it hit almost every category. It was just time with family in this amazing setting with my kids and my brother and then doing this thing that I love dancing in France. And then I was with somebody in Spain and had this romantic experience. And then I was in the Netherlands in this That's like lovely. wild fest retreat that was like this whole something called circling it was a whole thing and then in Canada with my extended family and so it truly felt like every box was hit that's amazing that's amazing yeah. has this been something you've been planning to do for a long time or did it starts just a lot totally not. You're like yeah because oh, wow. I, I never know when my we're kind of last minute with me yeah. and my ex with the schedule and we try and be accommodating to each other's needs so I don't really know till around maybe sometimes a month before the summer when the time is going to be and so it was just thing that things that worked like bam 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 it just really worked and it was incredible that's yeah. wonderful that's How so great was your summer? You. it was great too it really was i mean it was uh much more domestic stuff around <laughs> um you know uh had some romance in it and um that was nice and um also just spent some time focusing on the new job uh, but also uh, started focusing, you know, on some more me time and quality time and and good time with the boys and whatnot. I went rappelling through waterfalls and we went to fireworks at Dodger Stadium for the 4th of July. And it was wonderful having the boys away at camp for three weeks because I just got to relax. Um, what else? Uh, I went up to Portland for a little bit and I had some, like I said, romance as well. And, you know, it really just it, it was a really wonderful, wonderful uh, summer in that way. Um, and I saw my parents too, and that was great. Um, and I went to Six Flags a bunch and that was exciting. And I rode roller coasters and almost threw up several times. So it was, you know, it was a very Sounds exciting like you summer. hit a lot also. Yeah, my stomach did too. So it was, it was good. Yeah, it really was. It was, it was, it was a lovely summer. I'm really grateful for it. 
Awesome. And now back to reality? I guess so. Yeah. Big time, right? Yeah. Huh. Reality. How do we do that? Jeez. How do we <laughs> transition in that way? It's crazy. That was always something that was so funny to me. I think I, I developed, I guess everybody kind of develops the muscle over time, but it's very jarring initially after divorce when it's all, all your time is yours. And then all of a sudden, literally a minute later, your time is not yours. And it's that role switch happens so quickly. Um, it's almost like being pulled out of a time warp, you know, <laughs> whoosh, like you're pulled out of this black hole and it, it, it can feel like a little bit of whiplash of, whoa, you know, all of a sudden you're in a completely different reality and experience. And I guess like it gets a little bit, you get more accustomed to it over the years. There's multiple levels of that too. And I think for guys in particular, right, there's the whole kind of like parenting gap um, and and domestic life gap that they really have to overcome at that point, picking up new skills of what it means to cook meals and take care of kids. They may have played a babysitter role, even if they didn't consider it that or see themselves as that because women still take on a majority of the household labor and emotional labor. So if you're a single dad, you really need to start stepping up and adapting in that way, which is a huge gap to fill. Um, and that's a big shocker too. I know it was for me in certain areas as well. And I feel fucking exhausted right now. I really do. Like even the time that I have off from the boys, it's wonderful. Um, and I'm appreciative of it, but I need to find better ways of like using it to really rejuvenate myself because I feel exhausted. And if that time's not going to be used for it, then I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Three weeks is, is extended time, but when it's shorter times, it's hard to figure out what does taking care of myself mean? Is it doing nothing? Is it doing laundry? Is it doing chores? Is it vacationing? Is it dating? Right. There's so many different ways to take care of ourselves with limited time. Um, but the extended time is nice. Those three weeks, you know, I I had around four weeks, so it, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so now the school year started. And we're back to a normal, I guess, normal, you know, rhythm of, you know, waking up at a certain hour and going to sleep at a certain hour and just trying to like maintain all that stuff. So. Yeah. Well, we have a new life transition here. My son who graduated last year is now in Israel for the year. That's wonderful. Mazel Tov. Congratulations. Pretty crazy milestone. Um, Yeah, it's a little surreal, but. It feels like it's this new stage, you know. He's the first. (laughs) He's the first. Yeah. And it's this reminder that it's the first, right? That the other ones are leaving and it isn't that far off. I hate to sound so cliche, but time really does go by so quickly. And yeah, I kind of joke, but it's real. Like he's never coming home. Like you're never coming home. (laughs) Um, Can I tell you that's something uh, I I wrestle with because I feel that acutely. Like I feel I, 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 there's anger there for sure. There's anger. Cause I already feel like time flies by quickly and I only get 50% of that time with my kids. Sure. There are exceptions here or there, but it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It flies through it. Even I don't mean to damper what you're saying. I'm not trying to do that. I apologize. No, no, I completely um, understand. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, cause I remember at the, you know, at the end of last year, my son gave a speech at the, uh, at his old school, his alma mater's uh, graduation or end of year ceremony, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he gave a speech welcoming in the kids. And so it was really wonderful to see him be able to do that. And it's just kind of like, I'm glad I was able to have this moment, right? 
when like there are so many others that are missing. I'm glad that, that I was able to have that moment. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good launching point to talk about endings and new beginnings, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> things, that, things that come to an end. And You're always so good with these transitions. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> it's a secret skill. You can Everybody find a way to compensate for that one. I thought my secret skill was killing mosquitoes, but I guess <laughs> it transitions. With your hands? I'm a ninja. <laughs> what is your secret skill? I, I, I legitimately believe that I have one. I feel like if I share it, though, then I jinx it. And therefore, like, it will never work again. Do you okay? This is interesting. So, do you believe this because of the nature of your particular skill, or in general, sharing your secret skill minimizes its power for everyone? So, like, I will now be less of a ninja at killing mosquitoes because I've revealed it so publicly. It's a fair point. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I believe there's a science to this, and I will not mock the uh, superpower gods out there, whoever or however very they decide scientific to bestow. nature of your argument. I, I understand. Very rabbinic in that way too. <laughs> uh, but I will not mock them. I will simply accept the fact that, like, there's a certain superpower that I possess, and I use it for good and not for evil, and I try <laughs> to find it out if possible as well. Can we get a category? I'm going to say it's uh, it has to do with uh, traffic. No, I think I know what it is. But you're not going to say it. <laughs> would I want to be driving in the car with you? <laughs> yes, you would, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. That is quite a super skill. That should win you a lot of dates. I should actually think about putting that on my dating profile. At some no, time. you can't, according to the laws of... No, uh, but I could... Bring them in with a little bit of mystery and say, if you get to know me well enough, then I'll share what the power is for you. But okay. I can't like share it in public. Okay. <laughs> I'll share it with you off this podcast. Okay. No, I know what it is. I got it. So you confirm it with me once we're done recording, but we're not going <laughs> to share it in public because that would inherit and actually in actuality jinx it. So that's not going to happen. Okay. Have okay. you ever shared it with anyone? Probably good that I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just wondering if, you know, you've validated the, the jinxing thing, but, but I know what it is. It's a cool skill. You keep it. I don't okay. want to jinx it. I wouldn't want to take that from you. I would feel very bad if that was taken from you. It's very nice of you. I look for what it's worth. I think your superpower is actually really valuable. It is. I mean, it like if my you mother's superpower camping. is folding fitted sheets. And I think that trumps both of ours. Mm. <laughs> That's amazing. She gets them flat and I, I I have an ongoing battle with fitted sheets that I will never win. And see, everyone's got this. Look, I, I like Menachem. I think he's a great guy. Let him live in the fantasy world of fitted sheets. Go right ahead. Gig I'm Menachem. My, my mother, not my brother. Oh, your mother, not your brother. Sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Okay. What is Menachem's secret skill? I don't know. I will have to ask him. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's he's a, got one. Killing flies, like mosquitoes, locating mosquitoes. them and snatching them. Like that. <laughs> Amazing. I had like, a friend at summer camp who used yeah. to deliberately let them fall on his arm and then squeeze the area around his arm so that the blood would like well up as they were sucking it in the hopes of it exploding the mosquito. Did it ever explode? He said it happened plenty of times. I've never been able to actually prove it. Pretty disgusting. So thank you for that. <laughs> Sorry. You asked. You asked. <laughs> I didn't. But... Uh...
I thought you did. <laughs> I'm going with that. I thought you did. Yeah. So transitions. We, yeah. So so endings, new beginnings. We are we are uh, we are reaching our our, our new transition. First right? of all, let us let you know, everyone. This has nothing to do with you. Okay. We <laughs> this, love you very much. This has nothing to do with you. This does not change our relationship with you or you with us in any way. In fact, there can be some really beautiful things about this, right? Yes, we but will always love you. We will always love you. And this is not your fault. It's, it is, but... A little bit. <laughs> but it's not your fault entirely. And we just want you to know, right, that uh, Sheva and I are splitting up Um. Sheva is going to move on and do beautiful things. Sheva, do you want to share anything about that? Yeah. Um, as as is, you know, the same, I'm still working on my private practice and um, also some curriculum building and also starting a new podcast with Chevy, who was featured on here as well. That's wonderful. Um, that will be launching actually pretty soon. And it is kind of like a live um, advice column. Ooh. So yes, definitely same demographics of geared towards dating, divorce, parenting, single parenting. Um, the Chevy and I were very fortunate that we call it, we were divorce buddies. We got yeah. divorced at the same time. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't wish that other people had their friends get divorced, but I think that this thing that we had for each other was so incredible and valuable where we were both clear very early on what our goals were. And that was to maintain good relationships, do our best for our kids and so on. And we held each other accountable to that goal, no matter what came up. And sometimes it isn't easy. And sometimes you want your friends to validate you and bash your ex and all those things. But we really held each other up to this is the ideal. This is the goal. And it, was incredibly helpful. And we often talk about some really, really important or hard struggles of how do you navigate this? How do you deal with this difficult emotional thing while also trying to uphold this ideal value that you that you want? So we want to, you know, now we're kind of 10 years, if not more years away from that, from the divorce. And we've experienced a lot in that process, dating and parenting and, and co-parenting. Um, and building up professions. And we are inviting other people into that conversation of accountability, holding yourself up to a standard, even in the face of challenge and these specific challenges. And so um, for now, because still kind of in the beginning stages of marketing, anyone who's interested in finding it can go to Chevy's um, Instagram, which is Chevy Ashman, S-H-E-V-Y Ashman, A-S-H-M-A-N. In general, she's hilarious and entertaining to follow. Uh, so you can buy time till our, our our content <laughs> comes out. She has plenty of things to to listen to. She's very funny. Uh, and then, yeah, stay tuned. If um, and we also are always interested in questions and struggles, and you know, we're here. We're here for the conversation. That's wonderful. That's so great. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it, and uh, I wish you the best, you and Chevy, on this conversation because. I remember the conversation that the two of you had, the three of us had when she was on as a guest and she was fantastic. And the conversation between the two of you was so natural and sisterly and you guys are like family and it's really, it's really lovely. 
it's really lovely. And I think it's going to be a great podcast. Fantastic. Mazel tov to you. We talk daily. So we said, why not record it every once in a while? Right. 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 Kind of it. So what am I leaving you with? What, what is, what is in the future for Noam? Uh, We'll see, you know, I mean, at the very least, we're going to keep recording. There's more people I want to talk to. Uh, We're going to find a co-host and we're going to see how the show evolves with their input and expertise. And and that's pretty much what's going to happen. So you can still expect to hear the conversation ongoing about Judaism and divorce and how the two intersect and what maybe the two can learn from one another uh, and the wisdom to be gained from all of that, you know, in a, in the equation together. Um, And we'll see how else it develops. Right. I really don't know, but I'm open to the exploration, which has really been the wonderful point of this whole thing. Um, And I have to say thank you to you, Shava, for this, because, you know, we met randomly through the dating world on a dating app. And then all of a sudden we were doing this podcast together. And here we are something like 63 episodes later. I have to check the list to be more specific, but I I never would have imagined that. I really wouldn't. I I was surprised when we were five episodes in, 10 episodes and 20 eventually. And then, you know, just speaking with different people and hearing different stories and having these wonderful conversations and, and these laughs and the wisdom gained from it all and the building of the community and the being able at the very least to create a, I think a very necessary resource out there, out there. Um, uh, apologize. I got a little choked up, uh, a, a very necessary resource out there for, uh, not only the divorce community, but the, but the Jewish community. And, um, it's, it's been a wonderful blessing in my life. Um, you know, you and Chevy, you have these wonderful conversations and you support each other, like you said, through accountability and just, you know, being there for each other and, you know, helping each other through the mistakes and reminding each other that you don't need to be perfect. I don't know that I would have ever really been able to develop a a voice for divorce and Judaism uh, and divorce without having you there as part of the conversation. Um, I needed you there as part of that. And so I I really do appreciate that. Uh, And thank you for, being that wonderful, just kind of random person who fell into my life so that, you know, uh, I could embrace that because I really needed that at that point in my life. Um, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful element for me too. Wow. Thank you. Likewise, you know, Chevy has been my best friend, but the conversations that we've had have opened up so much, um, perspective and, um, introduced me, you know, there's always, especially that it's so valuable to have a male perspective in this conversation, and so it's been a journey yeah. and yeah. been so committed to the process and um, yeah, it's been amazing to do this with you. And it's really wild that, that we're this many, that we stuck with it. It's pretty well, I feel like this is also like one of the benefits and the serendipity of the whole pandemic that like, it was just, let's do this. Right. And why say no? What reason do you have to say no? And why not just say yes? Right. And there were moments of frustration along the way. But like the bigger picture was that like there was just this thing that we're creating. And I think that that's what's really important here. Forget about the frustrations along the way. Those are natural. Those are going to happen. But like you're creating something. Focus on that. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. And you, by the way, I have to also just thank specifically for the laughs. Um, I have a tendency of, you know, getting a little nervous and too deep in the conversations that I forget about making the jokes. And you did a really good job at disarming people at times and really venting the space so we could have some really good laughs. So thank you for that. You have to remember that as we move forward. That is great feedback. Thank you. 
I try, try to make a joke of it all, right? Every now and then. <laughs> what is the point if we, if we, it can't helps just... to be funny looking. I'll tell you that much as well. <laughs> That's right. Friends, okay. uh, fr- well, how can people reach you if they want to reach so they, you? So I, me, they can find at Chef Agans. I, I'm not that active on social media, but my website is chefagans.com. Um, and really, I'm really excited about this collaboration with Chevy. Um, we're just, it's, 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 it is a podcast, but because we're kind of launching through Instagram, it, there could be a lot of live stuff and we really want it to be about conversation and about, you know, sometimes it's so hard when we're stuck in our own story or our own situation. And it really is so helpful to get an outside perspective, especially from people who've been, been there maybe in some capacity. So so Should let me ask you this then, yeah. sorry, before you then yeah. you get into the contact information, do that, do a 30 second soundbite for a piece of wisdom you want to leave everyone with. What's one piece of divorce wisdom you want to leave with people before you leave the podcast? Oh, so I would say to kind of do what, what Chevy and I did, but so if you're at the beginning stages of divorce, have an idea of what you want the end to look like. What do you want your relationship with your kids to look like? What do you want the relationship with your co-parent to look like? What do you want your relationship with yourself to look like, with your family? And then when you're hit up against a challenge, you ask yourself, well, what action is aligned with this end goal? What action is going to get me towards the way I want this to end? Because when we don't have that vision, we just get lost along the way because we get swept up in the emotions of it. And and they're intense emotions. And, you know, sometimes people are wronged and sometimes people are assholes. And sometimes we have to rise above because the bigger picture is clear. So that's my, my parting wisdom. And Beautiful. it really helps to have accountability partners in it and they don't have to be divorced also. So it's nice. It's nice when you make sure your friends get divorced with you, but if you can't arrange it, <laughs> then, um, then, you know, call another friend and say, Hey, hold me accountable to this, right? Like this is, this is how I want it to be. And hold me up to that standard. Some people are pregnant together. Some people get married together. Other people get divorced together. I mean, it's, it's a just... little bit. It's a little bit like it's magnetic. Magnetic, like sure <laughs> it is. Sure <laughs> it is magnetic. Yeah. Okay. It's and like, so, how oh. can people reach you if they want to discuss? Okay. That so, mine is my name, Chef Agans. <laughs> Google it, um, and then looking for the podcast is just following Chevy right now at Chevy Ashman on Instagram. That's, that's where we're going to start it. And, uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Amazing. All well, right, friends. Good luck. You can always have me on as a guest. Oh, we'd love to. <laughs> that would be wonderful. After the whole thing yeah. gets started, you'll come back. My, uh, my It'll guest, very uh, cool. my guest appearances. Very, very cool. Um, so yeah, friends, uh, thank you, Sheva, for, uh, all that you've done and all that you've been to this podcast. It's been wonderful. We look forward to seeing your, uh, your beautiful projects. Um, just develop in the future. Uh, and friends, if you want to follow the Jewish Divorce Project and continue to hear us, you can still find us at the Jewish Divorce Project on Spotify and iTunes and reach out to us at the Jewish Divorce Project at gmail.com and also on Instagram and Facebook at the Jewish Divorce Project. What do you know? Who, who would have thought? The same handle everywhere. Uh, and uh, yeah, so thank you all. Oh, wonderful. Uh, have a great, uh, a great Rosh Hashanah. We may or may not be back immediately beforehand. If not, Chag uh, Sameach, have a wonderful and uh, sweet new year. Shana Tova Umetuka, Sheva, a wonderful new sweet year. new year to you. Shana Tova Umetuka and a sweet a new beginnings. Yes, a new beginnings.
and sweet endings. Yes. Yes. Sweet endings. Uh, uh, I thought you might say happy endings, but I guess not. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that part is bittersweet, but but to end on a sweet note, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, friends. Peace out. Bye.